Welcome to the Grow Down Podcast. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road which leads to new life. I'm your host, Tim Herset. Thanks for listening. I remember the first time I learned about the GT track while in middle school. Maybe you heard of it, or maybe you were one of the few in the GT track of education. GT stood for Gifted and Talented. The kids in this track, they were exceptional. Head and shoulders above their peers, not literally, but figuratively speaking. They were the students that, as 8th graders, They're cranking away at math that juniors in high school were struggling with. Or during their freshman year of high school, they were playing their instrument at a college level. The school system didn't really know what to do with them other than put them in the gifted and talented track and let them explore their subject on their own. Let them teach their peers. Really, whatever those students needed to do to not stifle their potential. That's what it was for. In the everyday life of those who trust Jesus with their life, we are all gifted and talented. Sometimes this is obvious and clear to us. Other times it's a little harder to see, maybe even obscure. But each and every disciple of Jesus is gifted and talented. Now, God's kingdom stands in stark contrast to any man-made system in the world, like the public school system, because God's kingdom, it's about God, not us. So the gifted and talented reality that we live in It's not really for me or for you, but rather it's for them. It's for others. It's for the glory of God. Now, the Bible talks a lot about the different gifts and where they come from, what they're like. And we're going to take a look at a few things that particularly Paul wrote about in the New Testament, but also what Jesus said. And we'll look back to the call of Abraham. So to get started, in 1 Corinthians, we see that each person is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. It's another way of saying that everyone has been given a gift from the Spirit of God, not for themselves, but for others and for the good of others. Some are given wisdom through the Spirit, others knowledge through the Spirit. One person might be given faith, while another's got a gift for healing. For others, it's doing miracles and speaking words of prophecy. Another person might be able to distinguish between spirits, and another has the ability to speak in different tongues, where someone else has the ability to interpret the tongues. But it's through the same spirit that all of these things work, and that each of these gifts is distributed to others. Some people are given the gift to be evangelists or shepherds or pastors, teachers, 
right? And they are given these gifts so that they can equip others for the work of ministry, to build up the body of Christ. And Paul writes that until we all attain the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, we mature to the measure of the stature of Christ, right? That these gifts are to be used for that purpose. We all have gifts that differ according to the grace that God gives us, right? If you have the gift of service, serve. If you have the gift of teaching, teach. If your gift is encouraging, then encourage. For some, your gift is to be generous with your money, so be generous. To someone else, it's to lead. So if that's the case, lead and do it passionately. See, when God called Abraham, he said that he's going to make you a great nation. And he said to Abraham, I will bless you and make your name great. But it doesn't end there. He doesn't say, I'm going to bless you and make your name great so people will always remember you. No, he says, so that you will be a blessing. Be a blessing means that you're actually blessing other people. It's not about you when you bless someone else. In 1 Peter, we hear this. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, Use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks, speak as one who speaks the oracles of God. Whoever serves, serve as one who serves by the strength that God supplies. In order that in everything God might be glorified through Jesus. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus tells a story about talents. In this case, the word talents was talking about a specific measure of money. Now, some folks are going to be quick to acknowledge that God has given you a gift or a knack for making money or managing money well. Some folks struggle with that. Either way, the story that Jesus tells, he's making a point that whatever gift you're given or however much money you've received, whatever talent you've got, don't waste it. At the end of Matthew 25, Jesus says, everyone who has, more will be given. He'll have an abundance. But the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. So Jesus is saying, if you value the blessings and the gifts that God has given you, and you use them wisely, God's going to give you more of that. But if you're ignoring and disregarding the blessings that God gives us, he'll take those things away. So what does this actually look like 
in real life? Again, sometimes this is obvious and other times it's a little obscure. But if your gift is teaching, then teach. Now, you're thinking, wow, but I'm not a teacher. I don't work at a school. But maybe you have an opportunity to lead a small group at your church and to teach others God's word. Or maybe you have a son or a daughter teaching them how to read, teach them how to ride the bike, teach them how to mow the lawn. If your gift is to serve, serve other people in every area of your life. You might think, well, I don't have the time to serve. I can't add something else to my schedule. But if you are in a family, you can serve the people in your family by picking up laundry, doing dishes, whatever that might be. You might be employed somewhere where there's someone who cleans up after you and you could serve the person who cleans up after you by not leaving a mess. Instead, leave them a note to say thank you. If your gift is encouraging, then encourage others. So often in our world, we are hypercritical of absolutely everything. If your gift is encouraging, next time you're out to eat for dinner, encourage the waiter or waitress that's there. If you're a leader, lead. Maybe you're thinking, man, I'm a leader and I'm leading in every single area of my life. Well, maybe you need to consider, is there a place you should step down from leading so that you can lead better in the other areas? If your gift is giving, be generous in your giving. No matter what your gift is, do it for the benefit of or the blessing of others. Use your gift to build up the body of Christ, to help God's kingdom grow. To conclude, in the kingdom of God, we are all on the GT track. We've been given us a gift, Some of us know exactly what that gift is, and others are on a journey of figuring that gift out. And we've been given talents. God has blessed us to be a blessing to others. These gifts that God has blessed us with, they're not for us. They're for the common good of those around us. They're to be used, not hidden and saved for later, they're to be used to build God's kingdom. So if you've got questions about how it might look for you to use the gifts that God has given you, click the link in the description of this episode to send in a voice message, and we'll answer your questions on a later episode. On the next season of the Grow Down podcast, we're going to take a look at some very basic but transformational habits, some spiritual disciplines that will help you use your gifts and invest your talents in order to surprise the world. This has been another episode of the Grow Down Podcast. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road which leads to new life. 
Thank you for listening.